just decided to enter the minds of two dudes who love the outdoors and live an active lifestyle. Join us as we share anything from hiking and hunting to strength training and general fitness and all the in-between. Laugh, learn, help. Live a little through us. Welcome to the Active Man Podcast. Tonight is a different episode because I am solo. Gabby is stuck at work. So, you are stuck with me this evening. I apologize because I know the majority of you like listening to the little fella open his pipes in conversation and haggling between us uh, is exciting, but again, you're stuck with me. So, my apologies. Uh, He will be back with us on the next episode. So tonight what I wanted to do is go over some questions, um, some that I received online through our Instagram and some that um, people had seen the video and then approached me and asked them. And if you already aren't following us, our Instagram is the Active Man Podcast. You can also find us at, uh, my Instagram is the Great White Hunter 40, 40, and Gabby's is I'm gonna double check his because I can't remember off the top of my head. It is Gavi Clayton. Gavi Clayton. I don't know, maybe Clayton is his middle name. We'll have to find that out next time. Um so uh here we go. Alright. Um, first I'm going to start with, uh, some of the exercise questions that I had fielded and hopefully the, uh, ninjas don't get out of class too soon here where they're going to be, uh, loud through the hallway and it might be a little too obnoxious to, to record. So we'll see what happens. All right. So numero uno. Why is exercise the first thing that most people eliminate? when we are short on time? That is a damn good question. Um, I honestly don't know. Uh, Well, I guess I do know. You know, a lot of times most people view their workouts or exercise not as a top priority, Um, which, I mean, as a personal trainer, one of the things we preach is that it should be, you know, a top priority. Obviously, it's a health health thing. Um, Plus, think about it this way. If you have a family and kids and you're not taking care of yourself, eventually you're going to break down and you won't be able to take care of the others in your family. So number one, you got to take care of yourself first. It may feel selfish, sound selfish, but realistically, you know, you got to be able to, uh, to take care of yours, uh, before you can help other people. Um, it's a big thing. Think about it this way. Like if there's a, 
a mother bear in the wild and she has a little cub and it's just those two mm. and she continues to feed the cub doesn't eat herself she dies of starvation and it's before the cub can go off on his own then the cub is going to die as well and there you have a mother and a cub both dead because she wasn't selfish about working out herself i know that's a stupid a stupid uh analogy but um Realistically, that's how it works, man. You gotta, you gotta take care of yourself first, and then if you take care of yourself, good care of yourself, you're gonna be able to take care of the others around you even better. So, what you give them depends on you know what you're doing for yourself too. So, think about it that way. Um, again, you know, if if you're a student, an athlete, um, a business person, a business owner, an entrepreneur. You know, whatever job you have um, daily, you know, we all encounter some types of stress, whether it's money, time, family, um, you know, your social life, whatever, whatever it may be. And, you know, when we eliminate exercise, we're eliminating the one thing that, you know, can really improve your brain chemistry and how you deal with those stressors, uh, which in turn would end up you know, burying you a little bit quicker. Um, exercise, obviously, you know, it releases endorphins. Endorphins make you feel good. It increases the levels of brain chemicals, serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, decreases depression. All these things are going to be improvements of how you handle daily life or your job or your relationships or your, your sport or athletics. You know, so you're taking out a big factor of something that's going to help you in whatever avenue that you're pursuing or doing at that time. So, obviously, not a good idea. Um, it also helps increase the level of brain chemicals called growth factors, and these actually help make or produce new brain cells, which would improve your cognitive ability and the ability to learn, you know, new things or uh, just learning in general. And Obviously, you know, something that's improving your cognitive ability that goes, again, back to work, school, whatever, you're going to be thinking more clearly. Um, if you have to make decisions and your job is a really stressful job and you have to make a lot of decisions on the fly, if your cognitive ability isn't at 100%, those decisions may be compromised um, or you might not be able to think of the appropriate decision in time. You know, these things Think about guys in the military that have to make split-second decisions, police officers. Um, you know, that, that that could be life or death for somebody else. And, um, you know, you're eliminating something that's going to help you uh, or aid you in making those type of decisions. Um, again, not a good idea. Uh, also, look good, you feel good, you know. If you're accomplishing things in the gym, like say you ran a mile two minutes faster than previous, obviously it's going to make, make you feel better. And if you feel better, feel better about yourself, your work, your relationships, all those things, again, are going to see improvement from that. Just little things like that that, that you might accomplish in the gym that would carry over into your regular life. Um, and it also helps you know fight memory loss. So if you're like a student, and you got finals coming up and you want to spend all your time studying and that's all you want to do, that's all you think about, put the books down, go get a workout in, whether it's cardiovascular or, you know, if you're tossing iron, either or. Um, both will help 
you know, your memory. So if you're studying for your finals, obviously you'll be able to retain more that way. Plus you're giving your brain a break that way too. Um, you know, over, overdoing anything isn't good. So you have to take breaks here and there. The exercise is only going to improve everything else. So think about that. Um, uh, I think that's it for that one. Let's see. Another big question and working at a gym. I can't tell you how many times I hear this, uh, but I can tell you a lot. But it's the, the age-old question of why am I not seeing results? Now, usually, in most cases, this wouldn't be somebody that's working with a trainer. Um, it could be. I'm just saying usually it wouldn't be. Um, and if it is somebody that's working with a trainer, typically you're not doing something that your trainer has asked of you to do, not necessarily in the gym, um, but you know the things that you need to be doing on your own, uh, at home, in the kitchen, um, those type of things outside of the workout. Because your workout isn't the only thing that it's just a small piece that's going to aid in achieving the results or your goals or whatever it is that you're working for. Um, so I have some questions to fire back. If you're somebody who's not seeing results in the gym or from the gym, here's some things to think about. Numero uno, did you do measurements or any picks prior or any baseline stuff that you could go back and check? You know, you look at yourself every day and it's going to be harder for yourself to see changes. Um, those around you or people that don't see you in a while and then see you again, they're the ones that are going to notice you know, subtle changes initially. But, you know, if you're pretty frustrated and, you know, you need a pick-me-up and you think that things aren't progressing, go back and check your measurements and then do them again. You know, you might see if it's within a month, um, you know, your results may not be that great yet, but uh, even just the smallest of change, you could see that you're heading in the right direction and, and maybe you didn't think you were or making any progress. Um, if your, you know, maybe the, the scale isn't changing, um, but are you making straight strength gains at all? Are you seeing a difference in how much you're able to do? Um, maybe you were able to squat 185 for five reps. And then this week we're able to do eight, you know, little changes like that are still progress. And a lot of times people don't think about, you know, the, the strength changes that they might be making and they constantly only focus on, you know, what the scale says. Again, these things come down to what your goal is too. So um, it's hard to, to kind of simplify everything, you know, when answering that. But um, the next thing, one of the biggest things is your diet. Your diet's probably poor or, you know, you're missing a few key things there. Are you tracking your diet? Are you using a journal to track your foods? Are you using, you know, an app, something like MyFitnessPal uh, that's free that you can track everything that goes in your mouth food-wise and uh, liquids to your exercise. If you're not tracking everything and you're having you know, weight issues or body fat issues, you need to do that because there's a lot of times throughout the day that you may think that you're eating pretty good and if you don't know the, you know, the calorie content or nutrients in something, until you see it, you don't know. You might think it's good, but it might be something that really surprised you or something that you thought was really good for you, but it's really high in calories and you weren't accounting for, 
you know, that high calorie amount for something very small like peanut butter. Um, you know, two tablespoons of peanut butter most times is going to be 200 ish calories and two tablespoons isn't a whole heck of a lot. So if you're eating peanut butter two or three times a day, you know, you might be getting an extra six to 800 calories that you thought was only going to be a hundred calories. Um, that's where tracking, you know, comes in. You have to, uh, not have to, but I mean, if you're struggling, that's something that, that I would have somebody look at first, um, because usually there's something going on there that we could easily fix or, you know, easily point out where somebody's struggling. Drink break. Okay. Um, so diet's huge. I, honestly, like, if we're talking about it, that you know, whether your your goal is weight gain or weight loss, um, strength gain, if you know all of these things, your your diet plays into it in a different way, but it's always going to be a big piece of that. Um, if you're trying to put on weight, trying to put on muscle, if you're not eating enough. Yeah, you might get stronger in the gym, but you're not going to be able to put on weight if you're constantly eating less than what you're burning. Vice versa. If you're trying to lose weight, lose body composition or body fat, and you're eating more than you're burning on a regular basis, you're never going to lose weight. It's impossible. So, you know, unless if you're struggling, I I wouldn't tell everybody they need to track everything right off the bat. But if you're struggling, this is something that you definitely want to look at first or as one of your top things because there's usually some things that we can tweak, change, or point out You know that you're struggling with there. Uh, next. Another thing. Are, are you getting enough sleep? Are you hydrated enough? Uh, sleep is one of the biggest factors, regardless of what your goal is, if you're not sleeping enough. Now, I preface this, preface this by saying there are some individuals that are absolute freaks of nature that can sleep three hours and go through a day, no issues. They look like absolute monsters in the weight room. They don't fatigue. Um, their body doesn't break down. You know, some people are genetically, you know, inclined to be lucky in that way, but that's not the majority. The majority of us do need sleep. If we don't get sleep, it affects how your body works. When you're not getting enough recovery, that's when your body's kind of repairing itself when it's in shutdown mode. And not only, you know, is lack of sleep going to hurt your recovery between workouts, but that also messes up you know, your brain function and cognitive function, all these different things that would help you in other aspects of life. Again, we're kind of going back to that. Um, so sleep, you know, I wouldn't say everybody needs eight hours, but you know, like the, the six to eight range, some people need more. Some people can get away with a little bit less, but if you're getting like four hours or less, understand that it's going to be harder for you to reach your goals. Okay, just let that's that's how it is, you know. It regardless of what's going on, it's just going to be a little bit more difficult for you to achieve, you know, your goals to be as sharp, to be as lean, to be, you know, as good of a runner that you want to be if you're not sleeping the amount that you need to sleep. It's going to be harder for you. Um hydration, you know, a lot of people think that 
they're properly hydrated all the time and, you know, not being hydrated enough, uh, can, can affect how you feel specifically in the weight room when you're doing your cardio, if you're a runner and you're not hydrated. I mean, we all know like cramps can happen, you know, inactivity. Also again, brain function, hydration. If you're not hydrated, your brain just doesn't work as well. Again, you're, you're taking away from the thing that needs to drive you and what you're doing and how you focus and, you know, the, the, the computer that's located in your dome is not going to work as well. It's going to be frustrating. Like think about the computers back in the day. We're so used to these high processors now that we have. If you got on a computer from like 1995 Let's, you're on the internet, 1995. You connect after the 10 minutes of the bring, ring, ring, you know, all that weird nonsense that happened back in the day. Young guys or girls, people aren't going to understand what the hell I'm talking about. But uh, as soon as you get on, if you typed in a website and then hit go, then you're staring at a blank screen for 30 seconds and waiting it for, for it to slowly load. That's how your brain works when you're not hydrated and you're not you know, well-rested and it's freaking annoying and frustrating if you get stuck in a situation where you're trying to hurry, you know, and, and you get to like a, a website that takes forever to load, whatever it may be. Um, so those, those are also big, important factors. Um, so let we'll talk about, let's go into the workout portion of this. You know, I'm not seeing results. What could be wrong? Um, on one hand, you know, are you getting out of your comfort zone a little bit? You might not be. If you do the same thing all the time and there's never any progression, there's never any overload whatsoever, it's the same exact thing and it's comfortable, you, you're, I mean, you might slowly get results to a certain point, but that will stop. You, you'll end up getting stuck. You have to continue to stress or add stress a little bit in order to make growth. You can't be the same all the time and expect growth. It's just impossible. Um, you know, our, our muscles get stronger and add size because we tear them down and then it builds back up a little bit more. You got to continue to stress a little bit more than what's comfortable. Now, Again, you know, there, there's another end of that, like doing too much is not good either. And I'll get to that here in a second. But you constantly have to be trying to push just a little bit beyond what you did before. Now, every day you can't necessarily do that, but that's how we get stronger. That's how we get better. You know, you constantly have to try and push and get past your comfort zone, get past what you did last week, get past you know, where you were struggling before. If you don't, you'll remain the same. Like I said, uh, that's like a runner, you know, a runner who, okay, maybe they can run five K's, but they want to train for a marathon. Well, if they continue to just train for the five K, maybe they'll be able to pull off a marathon, but they're going to feel like shit or they're going to get hurt. You have to slowly keep building and building and building, increasing your mileage, increasing your split times, what, you know, whatever it may be, slowly stressing the body a little bit more than what you're comfortable with in order to uh, continue to grow and get better uh, and improve. That, that's part of the process. Um, it, on the other hand, you know, are you somebody that's overtraining? Um, overtraining meaning like 
constantly doing high intensity every day, never giving your chance or your body a chance to rest and recover, rebuild, repair itself. Um, you know, it's kind of the same thing as like not getting enough sleep. You're just never giving your body a chance to repair, regrow, uh, where you would see the benefit of what you're doing. Rest is just as important. And I mean like your rest days, you know, from working out or recovery days, which would be very light to minimal, you know, work. Those days are just as important as the days that you're, you know, pushing it hard in the gym. If you never get those, you know, you might be somebody that's still seeing improvements, but then your body's going to break down at some point. Or, you know, you might be somebody that if you're constantly pushing like that, things will feel great. And then you're going to hit like a point where things just go into shutdown mode and your body will get to that point where it goes into shutdown mode or you're going to tear something, your tendons, you know, something like that isn't going to be able to handle the stress that you're, that you're putting forth, uh, on a regular basis. So again, balance, balance is like a key to, to everything, honestly. Um, you know, yeah, you want to work hard, but you also got to give your t- you know, yourself ch- a chance to rest and recover. And I can't talk. Uh, <clears throat> um, if you're somebody that overtrains, you know, deload weeks, every, let's say if you're, if you're on month training blocks. So after your four weeks on a, a specific, you know, portion of your program, take a deload week, you know, decrease your volume, your intensity, the time that you're in the gym that week, go light, work a little bit more on, you know, some soft tissue work, foam rolling, stretching, uh, maybe you're just focusing on an area of weakness that's you're, you're not beating yourself into the ground, and you're just kind of kind of focus on that three times that week. Let the rest of your body recover. You know that that's another thing where you, you're kind of giving yourself like a chance to recover, rest, maybe focusing on some issues or problematic areas that you have at that time, and then that next week, whether you're switching your program to the next stage. Um, you know, if you're on a periodized program, maybe you're on a new training block, whatever, whatever that may be, you're going to feel fresh, you know, and you're going to be ready to rock. And I guarantee you feel a heck of a lot better. I'm not saying take off the whole week and don't do anything. You still do, you know, light cardio, like I said, foam rolling, stretching, maybe you want to try out, you know, a yoga class or, you know, some different type of, of exercise class that's different from what you were doing before. Go in, give it a shot. Just don't kill yourself in there. Don't go too hard. Again, it's a deload week. You're trying to take it easy, but you can still get some stuff in there. Um, let's see. Another thing. Are you sticking to your program? Are you following it? Um, a lot of times, you know, especially talking to younger younger people like right now, you know, they'll do a program and then, oh, I saw this other one online and, you know, the pictures of people look like they got great results or Tiny Tim told me that he put on 40 pounds doing this and I was doing that. They program hop and kind of bounce around and never really stick to one, you know, thing the whole way through. Um, It's going to be harder for you to see results this way if, again, you're not constantly, you know, following the structure that's going to progressively overload, um, you know, your body through certain stimulus. If that changes and you're constantly bouncing around different workloads and there's never any structure, yeah, you might, you know, see some improvements here and there, but 
it's harder to do that when you're not following like a structured program. That doesn't mean that everybody has to stick to the same thing, you know, for 16 weeks, blah, blah, blah. No. But if you're doing a program, follow your program and finish it out. If you find something that looks cool or looks interesting, you know, set that up for a d- after your deload week, after you finish your program and then hop on that. Um, you know, whatever, either or is fine, but don't jump from program to program, especially if there's completely different goals to these programs or structures where you're never really going to, you know, get anywhere if you're constantly just bouncing around like that. I, uh, hopefully that made sense. Cause I feel like I bounced around there. My apologies. Uh, let's see another, another big thing, not, not being able to, are you able to handle your stress? Now this is kind of a touchy one because you know, there, it, yeah, everybody has different stressors, uh, family, money, relationships, uh, maybe it's your job, you know, there aren't people that are going to have a lot of the same stuff. So it's not easy to tell you that, Oh yeah, you should be able to handle this because you know, I'm not in your shoes. Um, I don't know what you're going through, but I will tell you that you need to try to find different ways, you know, that you can try to at least, not that you're going to eliminate stress, but, you know, unload that stress through other practices or, you know, let, let your body handle that by doing some other things that, that will aid in some relief. Um, you know, running for me is like my biggest stress relief, actually running and archery. If I, if I go to the range, for 45 minutes to an hour. It is so relaxing. It's mindless. I don't have to talk to anybody. I can just focus on the target, what I'm doing, and that's it. There's nothing else. You know, it's just me out there slinging carbon, trying to hit pie plates at 70 yards, trying to be like Cam Haynes because he's an animal, or John Dudley, um, and I'm not. But uh, no, like that and and running, running is another one. You know, I, I'll set my mileage. I know what I need to run. And if I want to think while I'm going, then I can think about something and kind of process something while I'm running. If I just want to listen to music, I listen to music. If I want to listen to a podcast, I listen to podcasts. My, I just let my brain go. It's kind of like meditation. Uh, but I'm playing Frogger, man. I'm dodging cars. You know, meditating while running. No, just kidding. Um, it, it, I would never, obviously, you have to freaking pay attention to your surroundings unless you're, you know, running at a track or something. But um, like I said, for me, that's that's like my biggest stress relief. I can just go, let my brain do its thing. Um, even if I have like a project or something I'm working on and, you know, I'm struggling, if I go for a run, during and or after, like I guarantee 92% of the time, maybe 93, um, you know, I can either solve the issue or come up with an idea. It just helps my brain. It's like when a computer defragments, you know, your computer just runs smoother after that, gets rid of the clutter. Um, and I'm not forcing myself to, to come up with answers when I go for a run. It just kind of happens. Um, so that, that might be something different you know, for you, if maybe you like to play horseshoes and you have a horseshoe pit out back and you can just go out and freaking toss shoes at the pin, dropping bombs on the pin, you know, and, uh, just kind of let your brain go. You're only focusing on what's in front of you. 
maybe that that's how you come up with answers or just give yourself a chance to not even think about stuff, you know, either. Maybe just walking. Maybe it's doing the stair climber. Um, maybe it's on a bike, you know, whatever that is, you know, try different things. Um, find what works for you. You know, nobody's the same. Different things work for different people. Um, so that that's, you know, one avenue. Another thing is, you know, if, if you're not already meditation or yoga, there's tons of apps that you can do both of these and they're free. Um, I wish I could remember what the meditation app was. Uh, Headspace. That's it. Um, but it's a great app where you can set a timer for how long you want to do it. Um, I've used this off and on in the past. I don't use it all the time. I'll be honest. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but again, I used other things to, to, to help kind of meditate and, uh, let my brain just go. Um, but you got to find yours. You have to find your, you know, your thing, whatever that is, whatever works for you. Um, and the last thing was the last thing that I wrote down, but, um, the last thing that, that might be a reason why you're not seeing results. And this probably hits young people, well, old people too, whatever, anybody is, is consumption of alcohol. Um, alcohol consumption can derail your program so easily, um, for multiple reasons. Obviously, you know, the calorie content of alcohol, if you're a weight loss person and you're drinking, you know, 42 beers on a Saturday, that's a lot of freaking extra calories that like each, each beer is worth a hundred calories. That's Freaking 4,200 uh, calories. It's a lot of extra calories for no reason. Well, if your reason is to get drunk, I guess it was that reason. But um, So not just that, but you know, alcohol also has an effect with your ability to sleep then later. You may be asleep, but it's not good sleep. It's not good sleep that your body needs to repair and recover. So if you're going to drink, you know, keep it minimal here and there. If you're boozing Wednesday through Sunday and trying to lose weight, uh, good luck because um, you're making it very difficult on yourself. Um, that was pretty much everything as far as that stuff. And I didn't want this to be a long podcast, so we're going to kind of wrap this up. But uh, questions that we had on the page. Uh, <laughs> one from uh, Galen Pelletieri, which is Gavin's younger brother, he wrote Eggman. Um, I think Eggman, if if he has ever talked about, is going to be a podcast by itself. Uh, every every gym has characters, unfortunately, or I shouldn't say unfortunately, but fortunately for us, we have multiple characters here at Bloom Health Fitness. Uh, one being the Eggman, um, for many reasons. But I'll tell you why they call him Eggman is because this dude, not only is it a feat to just hammer raw eggs, but this cat goes in the sauna and just opens up and drains raw eggs down his throat like a boss. Um, uh, Maybe he is a... You know, instead of liking his eggs over easy, maybe he likes his eggs over extremely easy and really runny. So maybe his thoughts are they are mildly cooking in the 200 degree heat as he's cracking and then 
dropping said eggs down his gullet. Uh, yeah, that that cat might be a whole other episode. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't I don't know if a lot of the stuff about that dude is appropriate for others to hear either. So we may avoid that entirely. I don't know if there's enough enough people that want to hear about the Eggman. Maybe we'll put together a uh, maybe an All Star Podcast Day where we talk about our characters, not mentioning their names, but maybe just mentioning you know quirks or uh, things that they do um, that make them. Uh, incredibly special. Um, all right. The other question was from uh, Ugly Step Kid, James, James Batch, man. Uh, he asked, What arrow do I use and what size? Um, and that's from, I am in a, uh, a, uh, a pretty cool group with a bunch of other awesome dudes that hunt and, uh, and some girls too, not just dudes. Uh, but it's, it's a pretty nice community that I'm in and, one of the I was kind of going back and forth between what arrows to use this year if I was going to switch it up and go heavier or uh, stick with what I had, and uh, I was just kind of curious as far as what other people were using uh, to see you know maybe there was a common theme amongst the others maybe I would give it a change but I don't think we're going to change arrows this year I think we're going to stick with the same just because they are freaking expensive. Um, but the uh, the arrows that I use uh, are Maxima Reds, Carbon Express, um, size 20, I'm cut 28 and a half, uh, and that's just what my, the uh, archery guy does it. That's um, not, not what I specifically asked for, he just kind of does it um, for me that way. So, um, but when I do shoot, I, I do use Rage uh, Nocturnal Nox, and... I, I hunt with those, so I shoot with them all the time. But also, when I'm shooting at the range, uh, especially the longer distances, um, it's nice to, and for me, um, to be able to see where my arrows are hitting. If, if I don't have a lighted knock on, for me, especially because my eyes suck, uh, it's harder for me to see where the heck they are. Um, with the, uh, the lighted knocks, I can kind of tell, you know... Uh, uh, not all times will I know if I'm punching the trigger, but if I'm screwing something up and I'm missing, I know, you know, if my arrow is like six inches left, up or down, whatever, I know I did something wrong. Um, and if I didn't feel it, then it just makes me focus a little bit more on, you know, whether it's pulling through the shot or, you know, any anything that I – I have a couple things that I do. If I lose focus, uh, I do regularly, but if I see that I miss um, – and I'm outside my pie plate. I just try to focus a little bit more and think about like my three keys that I need to do. Pulling through is number one, um, and not punching. And uh, also, is you know when I set up and I anchor, sometimes <clears throat> I will uh, let my peep drift a little bit, and I kind of get lazy with that instead of recentering it. I don't know why I do this. So stupid. Um, but I know that I do it, and if I start missing outside that plate, that makes me uh, pull my shit together and, and uh, you know refocus and try to do everything exactly correct because that's what I should be doing in the first place. But I think sometimes towards the end of my rounds, if I'm shooting like 150 to 200 arrows, the last 50, you know, I might do some of those things and 
dumbass, you shouldn't be doing that. Um, like every shot counts, man. If you that, that's a uh, a good way to start developing bad habits when you uh, lose focus and you're not thinking about what you're doing with that, or um, you know, slacking a little bit in your form. Um, so that's what I use. Um, let's see. We uh, that's pretty much about it. I can't think of anything else. There probably wasn't as much humor in this episode as we normally get with our uh, our banter back and forth, and I thought this was going to be cr- incredibly awkward talking by myself, but it wasn't too bad. It was not too bad. Um, not that I want this to be a regular thing, because it's harder talking by yourself, but uh, if, if we end up getting in trouble, you know, even Gabby can do them myself once in a while too and take a break from me I know I can be a little overwhelming um, not really uh, so yeah that's it uh, thanks for listening and uh, we love the questions you know if you guys have anything or if there's any fitness exercise questions I love helping people out you know anything anything you can think of it could be the, you know nothing is stupid uh, don't don't ever think that by asking something that that you know if it if it may be obvious to others that we would uh you know, give you shit about it because we won't, you know, we want, we want to help as many people as we can. That's part of the reason why we did this. Um, and also to hopefully make you guys laugh a little bit too, but anything, anything and everything, fitness, nutrition, um, archery, lifting, baseball, snake wrangling for Gavin. Um, but yeah, anything. And if we don't know the answer, um, I will definitely, I will definitely find, uh, you know, the answer at least to point you into the right direction. Um, cause if I can't answer you, I don't want you uh, to not have an answer at all. I will find out exactly who you should talk to and I'll give you a reference of where you need to go. So we're here to help you. Thanks for listening and we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Over and out.